It's been four days since I walked away from a messy entanglement. And yes, I'm completely over the guy. There aren't any leftover love tucked secretly in some nook and cranny of my heart. All the love I may have felt for him and the one before him have all been expunged, flushed out of my system when I hit the reset button. Whatever remained have flowed out with the tears I shed and have evaporated as the tears had. I can truthfully say, Joe Kuo is free. But I did take away a lot of lessons from that last entanglement, which on hindsight, could very well be taken as me at my dumbest ever. Imagine me falling madly in love with someone who has probably never seen me as me. Again on hindsight, I see the telltale signs of me being his rebound guy. The signs weren't just obvious. They were in neon lights. I suppose it was the attention I gave him that made him look my way. I kept him company throughout the night even when his back is turned towards the camera. He worked nights and on several occasions, he was streaming with little to no interaction with his audience. So while everyone else has left his broadcast, I stayed. That he saw my avatar whenever he'd check his phone told him I was there to stay by him until he got through his workload for the evening. Maybe it was also the fact that I was willing to wake up at any godforsaken time of the night whenever he wanted to talk. I kept my phone near my pillow so I could hear it ringing and feel it vibrating. But did he really see me as I am, the man called Joe Kuo? I sincerely doubt it. Because if he did, he'd have been a bit more sensitive about how it made me feel whenever I'd catch him visiting his XBF's broadcast. And that at those times when he thought I was already or still asleep. Had he truly loved me for who I am and not as a stand-in for his ex, he'd have thought about how his actions would have and did hurt me. Did he show support? No. I told him about my promotion. He received it with the same enthusiasm as he listened to news about a neighbor's dog being run over by a car. That promotion meant a lot to me. The excitement fizzled out when he simply said congratulations in a tone drier than the Sahara. Did he show interest in what I intended to do once I was installed in my new post? I shared with him my plans, my fears, my worries about assuming a mid-level management position that is ordinarily achieved by people past the age of 40. I climbed up that post at 30. He showed little interest. So now, aside from all the things I said I want in a relationship, from previous posts, I also want that person, whoever he or she may be, to be someone I could talk to about my work. I don't need a fellow psychology graduate, another HR director, I just need someone I could talk to and who would actively listen. Someone who'd hear me out as I float ideas and plans. Someone who'd tell me which of those are insane and which are doable. Someone who'd take interest in what I do because it is a part of me and who I am. I want someone who'd appreciate me and the things I bring into the relationship. Someone who can truly appreciate me not only because I make him or her feel good, or that I can do something that would benefit him or her. I want that person to recognize that I am a unique bundle of contradictions, emotions, thoughts. I want that person to celebrate my uniqueness and quirkiness. I may be asking for the moon with all these things I want. But didn't we used to think the moon was unreachable in ages past? But we were able to send men to walk on its surface. And now we're reaching the far edges of our little spot in the universe. Point is, nothing is truly impossible. Maybe if I wish hard enough and long enough the universe would finally listen and smile down on me.